0: Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Hey, welcome back. I'm Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Training and Development. Welcome to our podcast, Scale Up and Grow. I've got some things I want to share with you before you apply for that next job online before you apply for your next job online. I want to share some things with you because applying for a job online (laughs) can be very frustrating, let's be honest, it can be, it can be extremely frustrating. Millions of job seekers send in their resumes without ever getting a response, so the question is how can you get noticed you need strategies to make your resume stand out from the others we are in such a different time set for different age you know 30 years ago it was about you know what paper you have it on you know did you have the right font was a decent printer used did you have it professionally done now it's all online employers tend to receive more applicants Than they can handle. Fortune 500 companies have been using specialized software to conduct initial screenings for the past several years. Now, smaller companies are starting to do the same thing. Before, it was our big Fortune 500 companies, you know, the Hallmarks, the Cerners, the at ts the Sprints, the huge companies. But now smaller companies are starting to do the same thing. So if you want to get noticed, it's important to know how to operate in this new environment. I've got some tips that I want you to really think about and consider revising your approach. Let's talk about the importance of keywords. First, you've got to understand there is applicant tracking software. That's what's being used. These software packages go through resumes to select candidates who use desired words, such as new media or MBA. In addition to your skills, they may consider what colleges you attended and how long you held your last position. This is all in the software. This is amazing. I know to an employer, it's like, oh, yay, we can, you know, sift out people who don't use these keywords. But you and I all know it's just like, you know, your SEO for your website. You know, did you use the right keywords? You know, are we using the right keywords when we post things about our podcasts and our courses we teach? All of those things are now playing in the resume and online application field. And it has been for years. The second thing I want you to think about is research each company. Look at corporate websites, press releases, and job descriptions, and use some of their exact language in your application and resume. Consider including references to corporate culture such as environmentally friendly or quality driven. Look at the keywords that they're using. Remember, not just in the job ad that they put out, but Check out the press releases, check out their website, their LinkedIn professional page, if they have one out there, if they have a Facebook for the company, check all of that out. Take a look at all of that. The next thing I want you to really think about, and this this will be number three for you, I want you to know your industry. Stay up to date in your field. Attend association events, read the leading publications. I still get things in the mail. I love to stay on top of things. What's going on in, in leadership? What's going on in training? You know, what are the new uh, the new uh, hot topics that people are really concerned about? What's the new training software? What's the new tra- You have to do that as well. You have to know your industry and stay up to date in your field. And here's what I mean by knowing my industry i'm in the corporate training industry right we do business coaching we do leadership training we have 130 courses out there if i don't stay on top of what's going on in the industry how qualified would i look if i went to go apply for a training position in a company if if i'm not up to date i'm going to show up as being unqualified it's not just enough to know your position and what the tasks are for that particular job function, you want to know the industry. Pay attention to that. Think about the industry. Apply for some of the publications. A lot of them send it out free, so it may not cost you much. Take a look at some of the updated articles that are coming out, the white papers that are coming out about what's going on in your industry. Number four I want you to think about is consult a recruiter. Ask a headhunter for advice recruiters will have really unusual insights into the latest HR human resource practices and priorities. If you think about that, they're the ones that are really going to know what's the newest software that's out. They may even need to know, oh no, if you're going for this company, this is what they're really big on. They may be able to give you some insight about what's going on in the industry that you're going after when it comes to how they're recruiting people. Next in line, let's talk about edit your materials. (laughs) Add essential keywords related to your field to your resume and cover letter. Try to use them in the first sentence of each document so your resume stands out from the rest. Think about that. Make sure that you're putting those keywords that are related to your field in your resume and your cover letter, and you want that at the beginning. You want to move it up to the top, the first sentence in each document, as close to the top as you can get it. Avoid excessive repetition. (laughs) To avoid overstuffing, use a keyword once for every 100 words. Remember to vary the way you state them. Use popular acronyms if appropriate. So consider that. Avoid a lot of repetition of the same word, okay? And if you're going to use the keywords, the suggestion is you want to use those once every hundred words, okay? And remember to vary the way that you state them. Stick to a simple format. Reduce the risk of having your resume mangled by an automatic an automatic program. Put information on separate lines when giving your employer's name, your job title, and the number of years you've worked at your previous company. I love looking at resume samples because it's always interesting to see, you know, well, what do they suggest? You know, and there are resume samples out there, you know, if if you haven't been in the workforce for a while, um, if you're you know, you've been busy, and you've you know changed jobs every year for the last five years. There's all types of resume samples out there. Dig in, see if you can find one that still will shine for you, and keep you looking very professional. Keep humans in mind. Remember that a real person will probably review your materials if you make the first cut. Read your application out loud to ensure that it makes sense. Okay. Check your spelling. Please be sure to check your grammar and your punctuation because if your resume is full of errors, it's unlikely you'll be considered. If you don't take the time to put in the best information in your resume and you didn't take the time to make sure you did your spell check, grammar check. And remember, you guys, it's, it's a Word document. It's easy to do. Take your time and put some time and energy and effort into that. Now, I want to talk to you about something that sometimes I think we forget it. It's about the value of personal referrals. Ask around. Your odds are much better if you can find someone who already works at the company to recommend you or at least give you inside information. Connect with others through social media and call others in your network. One of the uh, organizations that I'm attached to here in Kansas City, which, you know, we expect to go uh, nationwide here pretty soon, but we are a strong network of women, and we're about 3,600, 3,800 strong in our Facebook group, and guess what? When someone's looking for something, we put it out there. You know, if it's someone that says, hey, I'm looking to apply at such and such company, I'm looking to apply at Turning Point, who do you know that works there? It's like, "Oh, I know so and so. I have a friend that works there." You know, what are you looking, you know, what are you looking for? Because usually most people are very, very willing to help, especially if you have things in common, you're connected to an association, you're connected to a group, which leads me into my next tip for you. Join a job club. Think about it. Job clubs are a great source for gathering personal referrals as well as moral support. Sometimes your local library will have a program like this, and sometimes it can be your local chamber. I know in our Kansas City metropolitan area, most of our local chambers, and we have quite a few, all have job clubs where and and for some people it's like oh, those are everybody who doesn't have a job but they are also those that will connect with them and say hey by the way i'm looking for someone who can do this i can remember when i was looking for a virtual assistant and i just put it out there one of my groups like you know does anyone have a great virtual assistant that they're looking you know that they that they love and you know 20 names popped up those are the things you want to be able to do consider joining a a job club take a look either at your local library or take a look at your local chambers in your area. Usually they have one, otherwise consider starting one for yourself. Ah, that's a thought, consider starting one. Here's another great tool and I have found it to be effective and it is help others nurture and expand your network by doing favors for others. I can remember being at a chamber event and there was a lady there who wasn't currently working, but was very skilled in marketing and social media. And she did. She said, you know, hey, I've got, you know, about 10 hours a week. I'd be glad to donate my time. You know, if you're a small business or, you know, to the chamber. And let me tell you something people took her up on it. You better believe we did. It's like, really? So here's what I can do. And by the way, I'll be glad to give you a shout out or write a letter of recommendation for you when you start applying. But absolutely, I'd love to get you for 10 hours. And to be honest, most people will give them a little something. (laughs) They're going to pay them a little something um, just because... We, wanna, we all wanna be very, very supportive. Let me give you a few additional suggestions. I want you to consider being very selective. Applying for a job can be as easy as clicking a single button. Be candid with yourself about whether you have the special qualities and experience to distinguish yourself from the rest of the crowd. It's easy to say, oh, this is a huge company. They've got 20 openings. I'm gonna apply for 12 of them. It can come across as you being desperate and you'll take anything out there, it can also come across of you know what, you don't really care what you get. You just want to get something. And don't get me wrong, I know that if when we're out of work, you know, it can feel very desperate, but I want you to consider being selective. Focus your efforts on where your best chances are. Because the other thing that I'm I would wonder if some of the software out there is looking at that, how many, how many applications is this particular email address putting in. This particular applicant has 12. Is that system going to kick you out? You want to consider that. Use a variety of techniques. The most successful job hunters tend to use multiple tactics. Experiment with everything from posting your resume online where you just put it out there and let's see who finds you to answering some job ads to doing volunteer work. And I, I would really love to impress the volunteering on you. I have had several clients, you know, in the past that, oh, well, let me tell you how I got that position there. You know, I actually volunteered um, when I wasn't working. I can remember one of the ladies uh, in my networking group um, that I used to host years ago, and she was a laid off engineer. But she, so she had a a love for coding. She started volunteering at the same association where she would take one of her children for uh, her coding classes and wind up getting a job. She's like, I didn't have to apply. You know, and it was a phenomenal blessing for her because that's the best job you can get. It's the one you didn't even have to hunt for and look for. Develop patience. Your career plays a big role in your life. You want to find meaningful work that's fitting for you and be patient because it could take a little while. It could take a little while. It's it's challenging when we feel like we're desperate. And don't get me wrong, I, I have <laughs> been there, done that one. But when we're desperate, we will tend to take a job that we may not really like just because we need to fill that void. Totally understand that. But if you can be a little bit patient, a little bit patient, focus on your long-term goals and congratulate yourself Every step that you take, if your goal is to, you know what, I want to connect with five people on LinkedIn, do that, you know, set some daily activity and daily goals for you. And if you're currently working and you are looking to move and look into a new position. Don't wait until you're completely fed up with your current job, because when you're desperate, you'll do desperate things. I want you to really think about, you know what, I, I re- my dream job is really at this company. Stay focused where you are and do excellent, excellent work every day that you go to work, but start working on what your strategy is, but know that it takes patience, positive thoughts, will make you happier and more attractive to your future employer. You want to come in happy. And the last thing you ever want to feel like is, oh, I hate my job, so I'm going to go somewhere else. Because you have to take you everywhere you go. So make sure that you are still bringing your best to your current position. It is easy for your resume to fall into a black hole when you're dealing with the online job listings. Mastering Keywords and developing personal referrals will really help you get more interviews and job offers. If you are involved in some professional Facebook groups, professional LinkedIn connections, those can be some really great, really great places that you can start putting your feelers out, you know, and start looking, you know, hey, by the way, you guys, I've been, you know, my I'm thinking of this company, be careful what you put out there. And it's okay to say, you know, oh my goodness, so-and-so works at this company that I've been looking at for a while. You know, let me grab a virtual coffee or a face-to-face coffee with them and get a feel of what's going on in that company. But by applying some of the strategies that we talked about, you're more likely to get noticed and most of all, secure your dream job. I'm Mary Ricketts scale up and grow is our podcast thank you so much for listening to us if you haven't done so stop like share if you have not been to our training page it is in the link you can find us at turning point on new zindler we will talk to you soon and to your success thanks for listening to this episode of scale up and grow from turning point training and development Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on demand training courses at turning point.newzenler.com. That's turning point.newzenler.com.